0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is former Houston Rocket player Joaquin Hawkins with Cody Davis, and we are the hosts of Believe in the Rockets, only on the Believe Podcast Network. Before we get started, we want to tell you guys about Aurora NutriScience. science It's a health and nutrition product that helps you get the vitamins needed for a healthy lifestyle. These are three of the vitamins that I currently take. Exoflex. It's supposed to help out with joint pain. Curcumin works like Advil and it's good for inflammation. And vitamin D3 improves overall health and assists with strong bones and teeth. To try these products and more from Aurora NutriScience, go to VivaLifeScience.com and use the promo code ROCKETS for a 10% discount at checkout. Again, go to VivaLifeScience.com and use the promo code ROCKETS for a 10% discount at checkout. solo solo menti Installment of i believe in the rockets only on the believe podcast network and as always i'm your host credential reporter for sb nation cody davis please remember to follow me on twitter at cody davis underscore 24 once again it's cody c-o-t-y d-a-v-i-s underscore 24. and on today's show of believe in the rockets i'm gonna let you guys hear my exclusive one-on-one interview with my dual adelphita The head coach of the Rockets G League affiliated team, the Rio Grande Valley Vipers as he reflects on the year that he had coaching Kevin Porter Jr., Kenya Martin Jr., and Armani Brooks during the G League bubble. But I thought it was a pretty fun conversation so you guys can actually hear what it was like, so you can hear the excitement that Coach had when talking about the young guys that the Houston Rockets have. And then, speaking of the Rockets, I'm going to conclude this latest installment of Believe in the Rockets with some quick thoughts on what are the options the Rockets have Since they obtained the number two overall pick for this year's upcoming NBA draft. But with that being said, I'm going to get this show kicked off with killing the notion that the Rockets should trade rising star Christian Wood. But I do want to remind everyone that this episode of Believe in the Rockets is brought to you by betonline.ag which is the fastest and easiest way to make money on all your sports action. The NHL finals is well on the way and the NBA playoffs is heading towards their finals with baseball heading towards the middle of their season. And BetOnline has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or first pitch, head over to betonline.ag and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So as I mentioned, I wanted to get this latest installment of Believe in the Rockets kicked off by killing the notion of whether or not the Rockets should trade Christian Wood. Now, this has been... A very interesting subject amongst Rockets fans on social media. And to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, I am actually baffled by the fact that there are so many fans who want to depart from Christian Wood this offseason. And look, I understand that Christian Wood might not be a generational talent. But he is a guy that the Rockets have. He is a guy that the Rockets need in order to help their rebuild become faster. Because regardless of how you feel about the Rockets finishing a year with the worst record in the league, what no one cannot take away from this Houston Rockets team that the sh- that they showcase throughout the 2021 season is the young talent that they was able to go out there and compete with every single game and one of those young talents that the Rockets had that kept them in a majority of games one of the young talents that the Rockets had that kind of had us in the notion that we was going to be okay following the departure of James Harden because let's remember the Rockets were on a six-game winning streak the Rockets did win what was it seven out of their last ten after trading James Harden, this was a team who was on the trajectory to be at least a play-in factor for the, for the NBA play-in tournament in hopes of getting into the playoffs. And a big portion of that was Christian Wood. Christian Wood was part of the reason why the Rockets ended up going on that 20-game losing streak. And no, it wasn't because of his on-court production. It was because he wasn't on the court at all. Two days before that losing streak got started, Christian Wood sustained a very terrible ankle injury that sidelined him for a total, if I'm not mistaken, 16 to 17 games. That alone should let you know how valuable Wood is to this organization. For anyone saying that the Rockets should trade Christian Wood, in my opinion, I'm going to humbly disagree with that. Because not only has Christian Wood showed his value to this team, but he also showed that his on court production isn't a fluke. Let's go back to December doing free agency when Christian Wood signed a three year deal to join this organization. There were a lot of people, including myself, who was doubting Christian Wood because going back to the 2019 20 season, those final. 12 to 15 games that he had when he was averaging somewhere in the ballpark of 25 points and 10 rebounds and one and a half blocks. A lot of people was wondering whether or not that small sample size is something that Wood would live up to, including me. But what had this man done in the 50 games that he did play this year? 21 points, close to 10 rebounds, while averaging a block and a half. He was productive and by far the Rockets' best player on both ends of the court the whole entire season. And yet, there's a portion of fans who believe it's best for the Rockets to depart from their best player. I understand the fact that Christian Wood's trade value is at an all-time high. But, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who believe that trading Christian Wood is what's best for this organization, one, he has already proven that his play to end the 2020 season was not a fluke because he was a damn good player throughout this past season. He's only going to get better. Christian Wood is only 25 years old, he has two years left on his contract. He's only going to continue getting better. And almost every single day I get on social media, one of the main players I see working out is Wood. He's going to continue getting better. And if he showcased the same potential or become even better in 2022, his trade value is going to skyrocket for next offseason as well. For those of you hoping and wishing that the Rockets trade Christian Wood, it's not going to happen this year. Because the Rockies have no reason to trade Christian Wood. He is by far one of, if not the most important piece to this rebuild. And I understand the notion that when he came to the Rockies, he signed a three-year contract worth somewhere in the ballpark of 41 to $42 million. But he has two more years left on that contract. He's not in his contract year, which means the Rockies have two more years to find out what is fair value for Wood. I understand that if they do bring him back, he's going to cost more than a 41, 42, 43 million dollars that he originally signed to come to this organization for. But he is still not a player that's going to break the rocket salary cap in order to make sure you keep an all star or close to an all star caliber player around. The Rockets are going to have a pretty good rebuild, especially now since they were able to obtain this number two overall pick in this year's upcoming NBA draft. The Rockets have a lot to look forward to. And Christian Wood is part of their long-term plans. Yes, that can change between now and the start of the 2022-2023 season, which is going to be his contract year. But Christian Wood told us, the media, that he wants to build something special here in the city of Houston, alongside Kevin Porter Jr., Jay Tay, Kenya Martin Jr., and whoever they get. Whether they keep the pick and draft Evan Mobley, Jalen Green, potentially Cade Cunningham, and I'm going to get into that in the final segment of this show. But Wood is the foundational piece to this rebuild. And by the way, guys, Going into this offseason, with Dame potentially on the trading block in Portland, with Ben Simmons potentially on a trading block in Philadelphia, there are going to be a lot of teams that, yeah, they would like Christian Wood on their side, but they're not going to give up. They're not going to give the Rockets a haul because they got their eyes set on Dame and Ben Simmons. Rockets fans, if you're out there, Let's stop this crazy notion that they should depart from Christian Wood. That is a terrible idea. And as someone who is around the organization, as someone who has spoke to, I don't have a lot of sources, but as someone who has spoken to some people, Christian Wood is not on the trading block. I understand things could change. But as of right now, as of July 1st, 2021, Christian Wood will be a part of this organization for the foreseeable future. But speaking of the young players that Christian Wood will continue developing with, I want to play you guys a portion of my exclusive 101 interview with Vipers head coach Mahmoud Adelphita on what it was like coaching Kevin Porter Jr., Kenyon Martin, and Armani Brooks during the G League bubble. I'm just going to play a portion of the interview because we had a very fun conversation and you guys can read the exclusive interview in full over on the Dream Shape under the title How the Rockets Young Core Developing the G League under my dual Adelphita. But once again, I just wanted to play some of this interview with you guys so you guys can actually hear the excitement on what it was like coaching three guys who can very well be with the Houston Rockets for an extremely long time, especially everything he had to say about Kevin Porter Jr., who has quickly established himself as one of the foundational pieces for the Houston Rockets rebuild, i.e. alongside Christian Wood as the Houston Rockets rebuild this organization after the James Harden era came to an end in January.
1: It's 2021. People can acquire self-driving cars, eat burgers made out of plants, even fly to space in rocket ships if they have the money for it. So if you could do all this futuristic stuff today, the very least your
0: phone could do is download entertainment in a flash. For that, you should get AT&T
1: 5G. AT&T 5G is fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Want to make sure your phone service keeps up with what you need from it? Get AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be
0: available in your area. See at 5G for you for details. So, Coach, you had an opportunity to coach Kevin Porter Jr., Kenya Martin, and Amani Brooks during the G League bubble earlier this this year. Um, can you describe to me what was that experience like coaching those three players who I am considering to be a huge foundational piece for the Houston Rockets rebuild?
1: Phenomenal. Um, obviously, you guys see how talented they are um, as basketball players, um, but they're great people. Um, obviously – you know, they all had different paths uh, to the way that they got to us. Um, Kevin Porter, um, you know, coming from Cleveland, KJ uh, being his first year um, and us drafted him. And then uh, Armani Brooks, um, I was familiar with him uh, playing in the G League last year. And all I remember is him. Uh, I believe he had 27 against us. Uh, in RGV, and he hit three big-time threes in the fourth quarter. <laughs> so uh, when it actually came time to draft him this year, I'm like, yeah, yeah, we need that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they've been great, Cody. Uh, they're unbelievable people. Uh, I'm telling you, like, I, we have a very good relationship with one another. They have a very good relationship with each other, and um, they're just great human beings. And um, I'm, glad, I'm glad I had the opportunity to work with them for those uh, two months directly.
0: You know, starting off with Kevin Porter Jr, when he arrived in Houston, it was clear that every time we talked to Steven Silas, there was a plan for him to not only develop, but for him to find his rhythm to get into basketball shape after everything that took place in Cleveland. Um, Can you take me back to what that conversation was like between you and Steven Silas when they decide to assign him to the G League? And can you just talk about the growth that you experienced with Kevin Porter Jr. from the very first time you met him to watching what he ended up becoming as the season went on to continue.
1: Of course. Of course. Um, So once, you know, once we got uh, Kevin Porter, um, obviously knew the plan for him, uh, he was going to be coming down to the G league. And obviously this year it was just a little different with the way that the G league was set up. Um, But it was a good opportunity because you played so many games um, in so little days, I believe we played, it was 15 games in 24 days. And it was just an opportunity for him just, you know, to get back, you know, in in game shape Um, because we knew the plan was um, for him to be a Houston Rocket. And I mean, we all know how talented he is and um, just to get get in shape um, a little bit. And he was playing very well for us and he made things very easy for himself, um, for his teammates. um, And, you know, he made the coaching staff look very good. Um, He was uh, he was good, but me and coach stayed in contact throughout the bubble. Uh, we touched base um, and just kind of the progress of, you know, what we wanted from Kevin Porter, make sure he has the ball in his hands. Um, and he did a great job just showing what he can do. And obviously you guys saw, um, you know, he had multiple double-digit games when he came up here, had 50 points um, over 10 assists, the youngest player in NBA history. And the talent, The kid, I mean, he has all the talent in the world. And just being around him for that two months, you know, really showed me um, that it's just, I mean, he's such an unbelievable young man. Um, You know, he's an unbelievable young man and uh, his work ethic and his leadership, you know, qualities that, you know, he has that kind of just needs to be tapped into. um, He has those qualities and he can be a guy that can definitely be, you know, somebody that, you know, helps an organization be successful uh, for years and, you know, hopefully the next decade to come.
0: Me personally, I believe the G League did the most for Kenya Martin Jr. You know, he began his NBA career as basically just a little bit of a human highlight reel, you know, dunking, blocking guys who were seven foot. But by the time we got to the second half of the season, especially towards the last month, he improved in his three-point shooting. He ended up shooting close to 40% and averaging close to 20 points, I believe, in a final 12, 13 games of the season. So can can you just talk about Kenya Martin? Martin's progression in his game from the very first time you first met him in February to what he ended up ultimately becoming to close out this basketball season.
1: For sure. So I mean, I'm, I'm having him in training camp. Um, obviously. And, you know, it's, I mean, he's coming from high school.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, you know, it has no college experience. He's coming from a prep school and, you know, just everything was, um, you know, new to him. Um, maybe some technique, terminology, um. Obviously, the speed and all that. Obviously, that's you know, no, that that's going to be new. But just uh, everything was new to him. And you saw before he went down to the bubble and the uh, kind of kind of couple plays he had. He had blocks against Boban, um, I believe Rudy and those guys. And mm-hmm. that was kind of just scratch on the surface. But he was getting more comfortable. And when he came down to the bubble, and you know, I will tell you, I mean, a lot of guys think that just going down to the G League is uh, a demotion. Um, but I'm telling you. It, this year with all those guys, they really enjoyed it. And when they enjoy it, it makes my job easier. It's fun to play with them, fun to coach them. And he was in there every day. Um, He was playing 35 minutes a game, um, playing whatever was asked, did not complain. Um, When he sprained his ankle, um, he wanted to come back and play and I was like, I really appreciate that, but your career is more important to me than, <laughs> you know, some of these games. So we're definitely not going to, not going to rush it. And yeah, when he came back up here, like I said, I mean, coach Silas and the front office did a good job letting those guys know what the plan is before they went to the bubble when they came back and they just kind of took a hold of it. And they ran with it, Cody. And, you know, we had a number of injuries here with Houston. So there's more opportunity, mm-hmm. but I mean, he ran with it. The more minutes he got, the better he played. And, but kudos to everybody. Kudos to his work ethic. Kudos to the staff and the front office for the messaging. But that's how it's got to be. And I mean, all all three of those guys succeeded. Um, and I think it's benefiting them as well uh, right now.
0: And, you know, to t- kind of take the spotlight off of these three for a quick second, you know, yeah. just talking to you as a G League coach. Do you think that is a well, the success that you saw? Kevin Porter, Kenya Martin, and Armani Brooks half with the Rockets this season. Do you kind of feel, in your opinion, that that should be, like, somewhat of a model for all young guys to go to the G League, even if it's for a season just to develop and get used to the speed of an NBA level?
1: I do. Um, I think it's very beneficial. Obviously, you know, there are the handful of guys that can come in and play right away and average 15 to 20 points a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a handful and we know obviously there's a number of draft picks in the league and how many guys are producing right away. Um, And I definitely do think that there are a lot of guys that can use, you know, summer league, use the G league um, as an opportunity just to kind of get their feet wet. Um, And it's just like anything, you know, when you see the ball go through the net, you gain confidence. Uh, It's the same thing. It's like when you're playing major minutes, Uh, You can make mistakes, Uh, you can take a number of shots, you can run the offense, you can run, you know, execute the defensive concepts. It's a lot different in practice and going walk through than it is in the games. Um, And I think a lot of guys and a lot of teams do do that and they're very successful. But I think that's why obviously RGV in Houston, we've had the most successful G League uh, team in the history of the league, Um, you know, because, it's been consistent for the last 15 years or so Um, number of championships, number of call-ups staff development. So I think it goes hand in hand code. I definitely do think it's beneficial and it's always kind of, you got to convince guys somewhat, but when they get down there and they start playing, they really recognize that it's no joke. And a lot of the guys from the other team and their teammates, can be at the NBA as well, uh, can be playing the NBA.
0: And, you know, once again, for you as a head coach, how do you find that fine line to where you want to go out there, be successful and actually win basketball games, but at the same time, you know, the number one goals for these players is to develop and get to that point where they can actually get that call up to the NBA. How do you find that fine line as a head coach?
1: For sure. So you definitely have to find a balance, Cody, and help the players understand that their development is important, but their development along with winning is also important. Um, they have to develop the right way um, in a in a winning you know culture, uh, in a winning environment. And you know if they're becoming successful as individuals, but you're losing you know every single game, you're not going to be able to understand how they would play under pressure. Um, how they would play in the fourth quarter, how they would play in foul trouble. Um, So those type of situations. And you kind of just have to help the guys understand that, you know, in practice there's the time for individual development, but then there's time of individual development in the offensive and defensive schemes of the team and how we can help them be successful individuals Mm -hmm. and help the team be successful um, to win games. So it kind of goes hand in hand. And that's something I've learned as well, Cody. Um, just being around the G League. it's You can say it's always about the players, and it is, but they also need to know how to win games and understand the difference between winning and losing and how can you help them understand that as a coach and them being 19, 20, 21, 22. And that's, you know, one of the biggest tasks, and it's, it's very good because it helps uh, the staff develop as well.
0: You know, with you being part of this Rockets-Vipers affiliation, what type of benefits do you see the Rockets actually? whatever system that they're using on the NBA level what type of benefits do you see that when you have a player getting called up because in addition to these three I'm pretty sure you know the Rockets always have successful people coming out of their G League I mean you take a look at Clint Capella you take a look at Gary Clark you take a look at Isaiah Hardenstein. like the the names continues to 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 go on
1: yeah Robert Covington you can keep going down the line baby
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what is it about having a, that benefit of making sure that the system the Rockies use is the same system that these players run in, in the Vipers as well?
1: So I think it just started a while back when uh, Daryl, obviously he's been with the organization for a long time and, you know, he's started the whole analytical game. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you know, uh, Rafael's been with the organization um, longer and he's been around and, just the development, I mean, we we know what shots we want our guys to take um, each and every game. And that goes hand in hand with our development um, at the NBA level and at the G League level. And more and more teams just started to progress and play in that type of way. And our guys, you know, got developed like, hey, limit the twos, limit the post-ups, you know, space the floor. Um, If you're big, look to roll hard, the technique of rolling hard. And the more and more success that we had as a team, you know, I mean, more and more teams want to play like that. They were trying to figure out how we were playing like that. But then also, Cody, guys wanted to come play for us as well. Mm-hmm. Because they knew how many threes we played, uh, shot, how much freedom we played with. Um, their friends, their teammates, former teammates telling them how fun it is to play uh, in RGV for Houston. So it just goes hand in hand. Once you – you know, you're successful early on and you're kind of the first one to break through with a different style. I think everybody wants to try to be like that. But when you're in it, it's different and you can there's only one.
0: Why do just four companies control 80 percent of the U.S. meat industry? You can help change that with Moinks The best bacon, the best steak, the best chicken and the best salmon you will ever eat won't come from the grocery store you will only find it on a family farm and caught by independent alaskan fishermen that's why you need moinkbox.com join the moink movement today go to moinkbox.com believe right now and listeners to this show will get free bacon for a year with every box order that's one year of the best bacon you will ever taste but for a limited time only that's moink Spelled M-O-I-N-K box.com slash believe. That's moinkbox.com slash believe. Use promo code believe. Once again, that was Vipers head coach, Adelphi Adelphita. And if you guys are not familiar, once again, the Vipers are the Rockets G League affiliated team. I just wanted to play some of the interview for you guys so you guys can actually hear the excitement that he had when speaking about the young players that the Rockets have. And I think my favorite part of that interview was how he started talking about how the G League should be somewhat of a path that all young players should go under and that kind of came to my attention and the reason why i asked him that question because when i take a look at a guy like kevin porter jr the G League helped this young man become something special here with the rockets that he showcased during the second half of the season and part of the reason why i am a, a little bit more intrigued by kevin porter more than any of these young players because we saw what he was able to do after a season in the G League the development that he showcased which was 10 times better than his rookie season in Cleveland and please remember you can read the interview as whole over at SB Nation I'm actually going to link the article along with the description here on this latest installment of Believe in the Rockets but before I close out this installment ladies and gentlemen <laughs> It was very nerve-wracking, but the Houston Rockets did it. They were able to keep their top four protected pick, and they actually are in one of, if not the best situation out of anybody in this year's draft because the Rockets have so many options that they can go with with that number two overall pick. And I'm not going to waste too much time in breaking down prospects the Rockets should go after I'm actually going to save that for next week's installment just because I want to do that along with my co-host Joaquin Hawkins former Houston Rockets who is going to be back in the studio with me next week but this is part of the reason why the Rockets have a very intriguing future and I am so excited to see what the future have in store because After the lottery, we had an opportunity to hear from Raphael Stone. And Raphael Stone spoke on the possibility of the Rockets actually trading that number two overall pick for for an established all-star caliber player who can actually accelerate their rebuild. And I'm not going to lie, I actually hope that they go that route, in my humble opinion. Or they can get one of the top four draft prospects in this year's NBA draft. And according to The Athletic, the Detroit Pistons are very high on Jalen Green. Which means there is a small possibility that Kay Cunningham, arguably the best player in this year's draft, he could very well still wind up in the city of Houston. Now, I don't want to get too excited about the possibility of Cunningham falling to the Rockets because... I am on records by saying that Houston should go after more so of a fit versus going after the best player. And yes, Kay Cunningham is the best player. But if you ask me, I would like the Rockets to go after Evan Mobley or Jalen Green. I think those two guys are more of a better fit than Kay Cunningham here with the Rockets. And I'm going to get into that next week as well. But this is why it was so crucial for the Rockets to keep that top four protected pick. In an event that they didn't, and if that pick fell outside of the top four, we would not be sitting here talking about the possibility of the Rockets flipping that number two overall pick for a young, established all-star. We would not be talking about the possibility of the Rockets getting Mobley, Green, or Cunningham. We'd be sitting here talking about, well, Let's see what kind of prospects are coming out in 2022. But thankfully, we don't have to worry about that situation. This seems like a win-win situation for Houston. But once again, I'm going to save all of my draft thoughts for next week when I get Hawk back in the studio with me today. But once again, that concludes another installment of Believe in the Rockets, only on the Believe Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at CodyDavis underscore 24. Once again, it's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. And please be sure to follow Believe in the Rockets on Instagram and Twitter at Believe in Rockets. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.